the best piece of advice I have for someone trying to succeed in the film industry or any creative space is if you're doing what everyone else is doing, you're doing it wrong. Welcome to Around the Craft Table, a podcast by film students about movies, making movies, and other stuff. Welcome back to Around the Craft Table. This is season two, episode four, um, and we're back. And the, on the panel today is myself and Miles Hello. Taylor and Jermel Pasqua. And our special guest today is none other than our friend and um, local filmmaker, Ian Bawa. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> pretty good so far it's good to have you on the podcast today we're very excited um we're just kind of gonna dive into sort of just ian and his like history in the film industry and also hey. um talk about uh ian does organize a local film festival uh-uh. the um you winnipeg festival so we're going to talk about that a little bit so let's get right into it um ian tell us a bit about you and like kind of what you do in the film industry and also just kind of like your how you got into film in general just to get a bit of a background and stuff oh man what a story (laughs) (laughs) take a take a sip of the old drink guys and i will i'll tell you a tale of uh life uh how to disappoint your parents for one is uh is tell them you want to become a filmmaker it's true (laughs) uh no i was supposed to be a i was supposed to be a lawyer uh and i uh, oh, it's very different. Yeah, it was the sad, it's the sad truth of life when um, uh, you realize that uh, you'd rather not make money <laughs> and you'd rather make something else. Uh, I, uh, I, I, uh, I studied criminal justice politics um, uh, at University of Winnipeg, and I graduated with criminal justice politics, and I actually had a uh, scholarship to keep pursuing it and an honorarium, and um, I was actually able to take that honorarium, uh, which was a big chunk of money, and I was like, you know what, I've always wanted to try film, uh, and it looks fair, <laughs> and I wonder if I can just use this money for that, and uh, actually, at the time, I just uh, applied for the class, and anyways, like, I was like, screw it, I'll fucking do it, I'll apply, um, and then I found out I got this honorarium, and they automatically I uh, went towards my uh, my film courses, and so yeah, it, it paid for my first year of film, which is awesome. Um, but it made me uh, an enemy throughout the criminal justice and politics department because they were like, "You were supposed to do that to pursue your career in criminal justice and politics and become a lawyer," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, um, I didn't know I was getting the scholarship, whatever." Oops. Okay, and then uh, yeah, started uh, my first year in film, and I hated it. Uh, cause it's all theory. Really? <laughs> and uh, I love, yeah. You watch movies though. Um, but uh, and then uh, I did a second year and finally got to make movies and uh, started liking it and met some people with similar minds. And then by year three, uh, and actually by year two, I found out about the University of Winnipeg Film Festival and was like, uh, and found out this girl in my class who I hated. Um, she was just like so like mean to me and uh, she uh, she won an award and I was so jealous and I was like next year I'm gonna make a movie and win all the awards and uh, by <laughs> year uh, my final year of film um, I uh, met 
some of my uh, closest friends who helped me make my film, which I ended up winning all the awards, which got me on my pathway of making films and gave me, gave me that ego boost to just keep making movies. So that's a quick summary of how I've gotten into film and, film and how I became more involved in film. Nice. Interesting. And so you took all three years at the University of Winnipeg? I did. I did. And I came out and, uh, um, <laughs> you know, you come, you graduate and I, uh, you, I think everyone and you guys probably know this and you come out and you're like, oh, I'll get a job in film. Um, and that doesn't happen. <laughs> and so I actually worked in radio uh, for many a years. Um, I was a, I did promo for a while and I did on air and I did um, producing. Uh, for TSN radio and I'm not a sports guy so I had to fake it a lot uh, and uh, <laughs> it was it was great and fun and interesting um, but it, it was one of those um, so the story the full story is how I actually got into the film industry and uh, I became someone working in film as opposed to someone just making movies um, and uh, or just being a filmmaker I also work in it um, I was doing a promotion on a golf course uh, in the middle of nowhere and it was for a golf tournament for this radio station. And basically, all I had to do was just sit at a table. And as like this tournament, people came by and play music and just be like, "Here, you guys want some free lanyards?" And just be really friendly. And um, one of the golf <laughs> one of the golf carts came up, and it said like uh, a company name that had so and so company film. And um, right away, I was like, "Oh, I know that company. Actually, I, a friend of a friend works for that company." Uh, and so right away, I put my like best musing uh, face on and went up to the two people, and they were super nice. And I was like, "Hey, yeah, I actually graduated from film recently. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I make movies, blah blah." blah. You know, trying to pimp myself. <laughs> and uh, I was like, "Actually, I know. I think I know so and so. I think that works for your company." And uh, the guy was like, "Oh, that guy, uh, the guy who's playing golf. He's like that guy. Oh no, we fired him." And I was like, "Oh, I actually don't know him. I don't know him that well." And he's like, "Oh, I'm just kidding." And I was like, "Oh." Me too. Me too. No, I actually know him pretty well. And they thought it was so funny that I was so willing to throw this random person under the bus um, just to like talk to them that they were like, oh, okay. And they laughed. And then they're like, well, send us your resume and we'll consider you. And then like two weeks later, they hired me as a PA. Nice. And they've been hiring me since. And, uh, and they they spread my name around the city because um, they like me. So you know, it just takes one person. <laughs> no. Yeah. Nothing like a good shit talk to bond people together, you know? It's no, it's truth, man. You, like, be yourself, be blunt, and fucking lie, lie, lie. No, joking. Ian, <laughs> uh, I'm curious, That's the new Post like, Malone song. How much of, in, in Winnipeg at least, how much of, um, in your experience, has the work you've gotten come from, from knowing somebody rather than just, you know it being from the back of your work as a filmmaker alone where's you know where's well, that I, line of um uh that's that's interesting i think it's like well here's the thing i think in general there's the idea of making movies and making money uh there's there's two different things yeah. and uh i come from the idea of i want to make movies making money is something i have to do in order to make movies yeah. um now i'd rather make money making while making movies so it's like kind of like this like catch-22 thing sure um so uh i think for the most part and i just want to say that before i answer your question but uh because i think there is a, a two different so uh for the idea of making money and get being a working person in the film industry i think uh it's more word of mouth than actually okay. 
uh, being known as a filmmaker. And I say that uh, because if you're known as a filmmaker, you're more seen as a director who doesn't need to work in a, the film industry. I feel like there's, I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, but I yeah. feel like, uh, um, I don't know if you're a working director for the most part, you're doing the higher level jobs. You're either like producing, you're directing, you're, um, you're at, at the very least story editing. Uh, so you're not, you're, you're known more as a filmmaker. Like if you, we take Guy Madden, for example, you know, you're not going to see him gripping on set or PAing on set. You're going to see him either story editing, producing or directing. Um, but he's known as a filmmaker because of that. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit ranting, but, uh, I think for the most part, yeah, it's, it's more word of mouth and, but I think from there, uh, you can extend and like, let people know you are a filmmaker or, uh, you just hone your skills uh, as you work within the industry. So cool. Well, that's definitely some good insight there for sure. Um, speaking of you know, kind of finding the balance between like doing work on set and being seen as like someone that can help with projects and also being um, someone that does want to make movies and is in that leading role. Is there anything that you're working on right now that you want to like? you, you want to like share with the listeners or share with us or just talk about in general that any cool projects or anything that you're doing? Uh, I'll, I'll give you like the two sides of it again, like the making money and the making movie sides. But like at this point, uh, so I think to clarify too, what I do. Um, so I, I'm, I'm like at this point in my life, like, and even though like I find it so hard to say it, I'm like, I am a filmmaker, but I, I'm, I'm very, I don't, I don't like, saying it sometimes is so yeah. weird i'm like yeah am i though i can you know? relate <laughs> i always question <laughs> like you know um i just i make things um but uh i uh i i'm a filmmaker but so what i do as well is i direct i get hired as a uh, director i uh for money i get uh, hired as a director for uh, commercials um, ads, random things like that. Um, sometimes be uh, a uh, B unit director for uh, uh, done reality show features docs. Um, right now, I'm line producing slash unit managing a uh, travel documentary show uh, called First Contact, uh, which is technically not out yet, but will be out soon. Who you uh, heard it here and, first? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I. It's basically uh, we take six uh, non. It's it's gonna sound reality show as I pitch it, but it's not. Uh, it's documentary, and it's we take six non-indigenous. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, somewhat ignorant people <laughs> from uh, or around Canada, and we take them to different indigenous communities uh, around Canada to try to make them less ignorant. AKA huh. or maybe racist. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's it's a lot of sitting around and having real talk. So that's what I'm kind of organizing, unit managing, uh, line producing right now. And then what I'm doing on my own personal stuff, uh, I'm uh, producing two web series that uh, just right now it's a lot of meetings and uh, a couple other things. Uh, I have a a lifestyle web series with CBC that might be happening sooner than later. And then lastly, I'm doing just a 16 mil feature film with uh, my friends, uh, which is going 
okay <laughs> or terribly yeah. depending who you talk to um, that was uh i helped on one of the days for that one i know yeah. i know it was the day i was in the hospital <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that yeah. was the reason it was like, yeah <laughs> it was the day i was like oh everyone's there i'm just i'm getting fomo um so yeah that's uh that's kind of what i'm doing right now it's um you know and it's the idea that you're constantly just like i think one of those things i learned over the years is don't put all your eggs in one basket fucking spread the wealth um always like have projects with, i i think also always have projects with other people don't just like yeah rely on like the same two three four people uh if someone's interested in like working with you and you jam well together and for me if i can like and honestly for me it's like if i can drink and talk shit with that person like talk shit as in like shoot the shit um, <laughs> um i know i can work well with that person so at this point in my life i've met so many cool people uh, like i've just started like putting my eggs all around the city which sounds like weird as i say it out loud <laughs> it sounds like just like yeah i'm spreading my seed <laughs> i yeah. think we found our episode title um, spread 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 your seeds spread your seeds all right no, that's cool. That's awesome that you're doing so much, like different different sorts of things. Like it's all sort of cr- video, film, and creating, but it's like different genres, different sorts of forms that you're playing with. That's like super fun. Yeah. You Is know. there like a favorite one that you tend to gravitate towards more oh. than others, or are you just interested in everything? I think at this point in life, like it's a, uh, it's it's all narrative, man. Narrative's the so so much. I'm like you guys. You guys know. You guys like. I think are the same way like narrative is so much fun because that's what we all yeah. watch for the most part that's what we grow up with like no one mm. no one as a kid is sitting down watching like documentary on the vietnam war uh <laughs> like, i don't know i don't know maybe you're right netflix is pretty accessible <laughs> at this point so maybe they are <laughs> like, it's all on netflix it is there's 16 hours of it it's great but um but uh but we're all like we we're all built on narrative like construct as we grow up yeah. you know we're told like fairy tales and stories and so i i love the idea of just building a story and there's something to be said on like of of creating it's funny like documentary documentary sometimes i feel like is almost like um i that world is actually for me because i'm very much a people person that feels like i should be better or it should be more prone to go that direction uh, i have no interest in doing that for a living and I feel like I could probably make a decent living doing that. Um, but no, I'd rather do narratives. And I love that uh, aspect of just like creating story and making entertainment and making people laugh. To be honest, I like comedy. So, yeah. Cool. It's interesting, sorry, Miranda, that you talk about um, not wanting to do documentary because I, I personally kind of found myself in the same boat. Although I have found that that's where the making money side of it has come into play for me that's where i get a lot of the work that i get is um either directing or editing documentaries and then i just take that experience and that money and turn it in turn it around and that's when i make the movies Mm -hmm. no i i agree i think and you know that's kind of the uh, nature we're all in at this point and uh uh i think the documentary and commercial work is where the money is uh those big features like there's the indie features and like again it depends what you're doing if you're just working on set you can make money but if you're like wanting to make it like to make a giant feature uh you need a lot of funding and people for that um so yeah it's easier to make a documentary if you're just uh uh like 
one person or three people. Uh, so there's more money invested than that at this point. And also on a broadcasting sense, more people are going to buy it. Uh, so yeah, there, it's, it is, it's that sad truth. You're, you're right. It's like, there's, there's a more money to be made and it's easier. And it's why also you see a lot of companies these days, they start out as commercial companies and then they pivot slowly to do documentary and commercial and they never really touch narratives because there's very little money in there. Um, like you know, uh, filmmakers don't make money. <laughs> no, but that's any any sort of arts. Uh, so it's that sad. Uh, it's that sad truth. But again, that goes back to my initial saying of like, do you want to make movies or make money? If you want to make money, you can work on set and make a shit ton of money, or you can just like get a job as a lawyer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Totally. So I guess I don't know. My question is. Do you think it's a like a worth it sacrifice? Because you talk about money versus film, or making film, or making money. Do you think in your case, because you were, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you you did pretty, did you do pretty well in your criminal justice stuff? Yeah, yeah. I like again a scholarship and stuff. So I, I was I was pretty I was pretty I was you know it's one of those things you're good at it, but uh, whether I was always good at school. So whether I enjoyed gotcha. it, like it was something else, I was able to memorize things very well. Yeah, same here. I okay, can okay. Okay, so okay, so you know, you, you were, you could have had like that path. Do you feel so far? Do you feel that it's been worth it though? Uh, well, I uh, yes. <laughs> as I as I fumble my answer, um, you know, it's that thing. I never, I've never, I haven't, I've had no regrets uh, overall. Uh, actually, no, not at all. Because even those four years of criminal justice and politics, it took me four years to get to the idea that um, I did not like this, which is yeah. so worth it to know, you know, to eliminate something off that list. Because you think yeah. about it as us as people, we have so much choices. I love the idea I can wake up every morning and like I can make something. I can make. A song today i could make a movie on my phone um the fact that i can eliminate all those options is like i don't want to be that is great so the fact that i could eliminate the idea that i don't want to make uh like whatever x amount of dollars being a lawyer sitting at a desk going like having the stress of that uh, off the list of things that via like could be viable for me to live uh, i'm glad to cross that off but i know it's potentially there but i know i'm not going to be happy so let's move on to the next thing. I tried radio. Uh, you know, radio is the only reason I tried radio. I fell into it accidentally. And also it was like in the medium of kind of media that I still liked. It was it was kind of like film. It had some sort of creative juice. It was still kind of entertainment. Um, and it gave me some like uh, uh, reputation, I guess, in some ways. Uh, but it wasn't hitting that that like like that nerve still. Uh, and then I crossed that off and eventually, you know, I came to a point where like, it, I'm now in film and you know, it's stressful, it's tiring, but like, um, I, I'm super like, it doesn't feel like work. It, it feels like something I do. Yeah. Uh, and that's yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, you're kind of just, yeah, I know, but I, I want to do this. So you go exactly. Yeah. You know, you don't, uh, like, yeah, it sucks to wake up 5 a.m. sometimes, <laughs> you know, for everyone. But, like, you know, I think, like, I'm, I'm a big believer of, like, self-actualization and trying to find, like, your right purpose. Um, and I feel like, uh, I don't know, like, again, you never know for sure. But, like, I feel like 
the fact that I'm not questioning it ever is a good sign. Yeah. Or that's really good for and, me. Um, how would you? How long did, would you say like it took you to get to that point? Like, did you question it at first? Are you? Are you? you I feel like if I give you an answer, of, you're gonna uh, be like, and then you're gonna take a piece of paper out. You're gonna be like, Jermel's uh, lifespan of like, and you're gonna try to find where <laughs> you're gonna hit my point. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I like I, I. You know what? I had um. I don't know. I you know it, each. I my thing is okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I had a year or two where I did like I was already kind of working in film. I was making movies, but I wasn't seeing progression. I had like a year or two. I was like doing. I had that, um, and I saw basically in my in my headspace. And I'm very like very high extrovert. Very uh, I need I need to keep winning, succeeding, moving up in the world. Um, I, I have that annoying mentality that but i was plateauing i didn't or not even plateauing i was leveling off i i saw i had two years where i, I thought about it and i realized nothing has really happened to uh give me a bounce in this career that i chose um and so i started like really just being like do i drop out do i like do i just start something else and i had this really like two months and um and in that two months uh uh two things happened a job i got a random job that ended up becoming uh, a better job than I was expecting, which gave me a um, push within the industry that allowed me to now produce and do a bunch of other stuff and gave me uh, a major just boost work-wise. And then the other big one was I made a film with my friends uh, uh, called The Champ, that, and we finished it. And, it, and uh, prior to finishing it, we knew uh, we got into a major festival that, I, that would help us. Uh, and those two things helped me um realized that i was on the right track so uh, that was you know <laughs> timeline it i don't know <laughs> it's like it's kind of like you know uh three years four years after finishing school but like it was also like I i've and i say this with like i've done my shitty dues um and i've done like my shittiness on sets so like I, you know, I've cried in porta potties on sets. <laughs> like I've, I've been bullied as shit. So like I've, I, I definitely like been through the trenches in some ways to like know that this is the right place and this was the right time. So sweet. Um, and one of the things that we've done in past episodes is we've taken a moment when speaking about a project that we've worked on to articulate how we individually define success both around that project and in terms of every project that we work on so i'm curious to know how you define success on a film that you work on and on a day-to-day -day level in your career track how you determine okay this was a success this is a win for me Ooh, interesting i like that question for one um also I didn't realize how much I'd be talking, so I hope I'm not talking too much. <laughs> I didn't realize. No, no you're the guest, okay, man. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I, it's like it's your time. Like we talk all the time. <laughs> I thought people we'd be, are sick of us. <laughs> I thought you all around tabling. Okay, no, I'm down as long as you guys just you, you guys yeah. let me know. I mean, I, we could always like tell you a little bit just about how we define it. I mean, we've talked about it on the podcast prior, but I actually would like like give me give me a quick like yeah reference points like how do you guys see see success? Who's gonna uh, go I'll first? Give you mine after. <clears throat> I can hmm? go first. Okay, yeah, you I go. Uh, I define it simply as 
when I look at the script and I look at the discussion that I had with the team when I make the movie and then I watch the finished movie, is it either the movie that we talked about and that we wrote um, or is it close enough to that in its changes that, that it's still what we want it to be? And if the answer is yes to either of those questions, then I'm, I'm, that's a success. I don't, I, the reception for me is um, important in the long run. But if I can look at the film and go, this is exactly what we wanted to make, I'm happy. That's a win for me. Yeah. For me, it's, um, and I might, this might be different from the last time that I mentioned it. I'm, I'm going to try to hit on the same points. But, like, <clears throat> uh, one of my points was if it makes sense, but that's kind of like a really low bar to set. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, like, um, if I can, if I can touch one person, like if one person, uh, takes time out of their day, um, and says that they watched something that I made and that it made them feel X, you know, blank way, um, then I consider that like that the film was successful in and of its like existence outside of me sending it off into the world. Um, or just like, word of mouth like what people you know tell yeah. me after the fact like if it was radio silence and no one really said anything or maybe there were some comments on the post online it's like okay i don't know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah for but sure. but yeah if you have someone actually physically you know having conversations and you know talking about the meaning and things like that like people asking what you intended because they actually are legitimately curious because you strike to core with them that's success to me yep uh, is it my turn i don't know um so um success is um to me i usually set personal bars for like my projects so like for this specific project or the specific thing that I'm doing, I want or I will try to do this with it. If I either meet that goal or go past it, then to me it's successful. Now, what what would give me an example of that? Is that like an effect? Is that a shot? Is that a scene? Yeah. So like. Yeah. So like. Okay. For example, the very first film uh, that I ever made, that my one of my first shorts. My goal, um, my goal with it was okay. I can't call, okay, myself, I can't a call myself a filmmaker if I literally have never made a film. Right? It doesn't make sense. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take my camera and I'm just gonna shoot something. No one ever saw that movie, which is for me. I just wanted to make something that had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Um, I wanted to edit it together, then I wanted to export it, and then I wanted to watch it on like a screen. I'm like, okay, cool. There we go. I was able to make a film. That was the bar that I set for that. Is to go from uh, not, having, not a having a movie at all to having one, having one so that I can technically call myself a filmmaker. So, in my, so opinion, in my opinion, that specific thing, even though it wasn't very good, even though no one saw it, was a success. Because I met, yeah, I met exactly the bar that I set for it. So that was that's how I would define success. It's very similar to Miles in some ways, and like it, it's it's hitting, it's almost hitting hitting your goals. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's funny because it's funny. Uh, like yours is like goal oriented, and um, and Miranda's is like uh, more uh, exterior. So yours is very uh, 
like it's it's subjective or, or like just interior it's, it's viewed it's very uh it's, it's almost self-indulgent and uh yours and miles and then miranda's a little more outsider of that and it's just like getting a reaction um and uh yeah i don't know i find that i find that really interesting it's, it's kind of cool i'm like oh yeah i never really thought of that um it's funny i you know I have it's I have a problem answering this question for the fact that like I don't actually like I again I'm I I, I find a hard time saying I'm a filmmaker and I have a hard time uh telling people what I do and I, I'm I don't and I even honestly uh there's a reason why I had to pour a couple of uh had, had a nice glass of gin here uh but I have a hard time talking about myself personally and what I do because I don't I don't consider uh anything really successful because I find when I watch a film I make I can nitpick everything that's wrong with it and I think that's very important because it gives me a drive to make the next one better because uh, I know the problems always um, but that being said like a, a successful thing for me uh, I think just it's kind of similar to what Miles said it's the idea of just like um, uh, having something in your mind and having a finished product in the end like so my best example of that is like i when i was in my final year of film doing my final project i went through like six different scripts with uh, my friend and I, I was in a rough time i broke up with this girl she cheated on me this girl was like you know i i'm not I, she was she was like i thought she was the one you know and uh, again i was like 20 fucking four at the time and <laughs> didn't know what I was doing with my life and I'm sure as I said 24 I feel like I'm like I don't know how old you guys are <laughs> I'm gonna be 30 so oh really oh, okay cool I'm I'm, I'm 52 okay, good. 21 oh sick actually are you actually 21 yeah really oh my god you're really Jamel how old are you actually are you 21 me yeah, 22 okay you guys it's my birthday on Friday We'll party. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but that be I, I uh, like I broke up with this girl. It was a rough time for me, and I was trying to write this film for my final bachelor project, and I was having the hardest time. Writer's block. My friend was helping me write with it, and uh, you know, one day we we finally like we were trying to find times always to, to write, and he came. We met at Grand Park Mall at the Tim Hortons there, and we. Um, He's like, let's meet there. We'll we'll have coffee for like two hours. Try we'll try again. Try to shoot some ideas out. And uh, we had this one idea about this guy who like I don't know collected graffiti art. And I don't know, it was so stupid. And we somehow made a story out of it. And I I had my yellow notepad and I wrote like point one. Okay, the story begins here. Point two. This then this half. Point three. And we went through it and we did beat by beat. And uh, and then we actually made that movie into a script, and we made it. And then that was the movie that I won all these awards that actually made me motivate me to be like, I can keep doing this for a living. People like seem to like my work. Um, people liked it because I got a good reaction out of it. So similar to what Miranda said. Um, uh, and so I, it's something about that, like having a finished product in the end, having people like it. It's like a combination of those two. And that piece of paper we wrote it on, I, I have that still. And I found it recently and I looked at it and it was so meaningful for me. Cause I remember how like hard that was at that time to write something and also to read those points and it actually being dead on to what that script and what that film became. And I was like, oh my God, like, look, these like 10 points we made of a film became an actual film. That's crazy to me. So the idea of just creating is so fucking just unique and so for you to be able to like take something from point a to point b i think is the best 
Stadia success. Cool. Yeah. Mm, I see. Awesome. Focus more on the, focus the, uh, more the uh, literal things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. that is very insightful, and I'm sure we're all thinking hard about all the things that happened and that we said. <laughs> um, but we're going to go to a brief break for a little bit, and uh, we're going to listen to some, some tunes, and then we will be right back So to talk about more film festival stuff. curious if being a uh we we were talking off air about films and things and i'm curious if being a filmmaker has changed the way you go to a movie and if it's for the good or for the bad i've always been like an avid movie nerd so i've always gone to movies and i think there's something he said like when you know the secrets behind the camera, you, you appreciate it more. But if a, like afterwards I find during a film, um, if a movie is really good and you're just so into that story, you don't even notice anything. You forget that it's a movie. Sure. Like you're transported and I love that feeling. So it hasn't affected me too much. Sometimes I, it's funny. Sometimes I notice editing things. Yeah. Um, I find that more in TV shows. Me too. TV. Um, yeah. TV is it's slightly lazier in editing. Uh, uh, I say that with like not all TV. I'm not saying like HBO makes great content. I'm not saying HBO, <laughs> but uh, uh, but like there is. I, I noticed certain things. Please yeah. hire me. Please God, <laughs> let me direct an episode of Game of Thrones. 
I know there's no more seasons after the next one. <laughs> um, uh, but like, yeah, for the most part, I think like um, no, but I definitely have a full appreciation now for certain things. And like, I love watching behind the scenes and I love learning behind the scenes of how they do certain things after I watch a film. So um, if anything, it's definitely give me an appreciation to like widen my span of interest after I watch a film. Cool. Nice. All right, so uh, we're gonna go into just talking about uh, you Winnipeg Film Fest. Oh man! Um, Ian, you are heavily involved in organizing the festival. This will be your second year, right? It will be my second. He is the film fest. I am the film. Uh, it will be my second uh, year, <laughs> correct? <laughs> I am the film. <laughs> That's the uh, best okay. line from Pirates of the Caribbean, by the way. Like, I think that's like part two of Cut Pirates of the Caribbean. It's the bad guy, and he goes, um, they're like, they're getting away by sea. And the bad guy looks at the one guy and he goes, I am the sea. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so like Judge Dredd. Which, which one is that in? That is, that's either which Dead Man's... Pirates of the Caribbean? I think that's Dead Man's Chest. Second one, he said. Or what, Jesus. I think two? Yeah, it's two. Whatever two is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That... That is such a good time. I I remember watching like that film probably ten times when I used to hang out with my grandma at her florist shop, and I would watch it on like this tiny little DVD portable DVD That's player so cute. on like a desk. That's so. And I would just cute. watch it over and over because there was nothing else to do. Did your grandma watch it? Like, did she... no, she she actually had to run the store. <laughs> so it was, just, it was just me, and then like my sister, and oh, another popular pick was the first Cars movie by Pixar, and we were like, <laughs> we were like, yeah, why? There's so many Pixar movies. I hope this to is like, from. I hope this is like, like that's your, all I had. This should be the memoirs of your like my first summer job. <laughs> I watched Pirates on, the, on a DVD <laughs> over and well, over. Well, I was, I was like around 11 at this point. Like, this wasn't like... Not too early to start yeah. working. This was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> 10, 10, 11, 12, so, Ugh, something like I was like, like 16 when the... Sec- oh, I'm so old. You're fine, dude. <laughs> You're good. I was... I think I was like 1920, so... Yeah, I don't know. I saw it in theaters twice, and uh, let me tell you now, the second time was not worth it. <laughs> cars? <laughs> not cars. Uh, pirates. Uh, I think we're all confused here. Uh, oh, sorry. Pirates. You saw Cars twice in oh, theaters. No. Cars made me cry like every single time I watched it because I got emotional when they were like driving through like the sunset, like like those hashtag car commercial shots where like they drift in and out of like a curved beautiful country lane and i was like oh oh no they're in love oh no. lightning no film festivals yes sorry sorry we're getting really off um so yeah so i guess we have a couple like points here that we do want to hit but like i guess um you winnipeg film fest um maybe you could talk a little bit about well, first of all, like, when is the festival? Whoa! Um, so, currently, the University of Winnipeg Film Festival is going to be October 17th, 18th, and 19th of 2018. Nice! Um, you heard it Yay. You heard it here first! Uh, yeah. Film um, Fest! Uh, though, you know, at the same time, I have the freedom to change those things. But, uh, no, I, those, those are pretty, pretty set in hard and stuff. Um, so those, that will be, uh, that will be then. Sweet. Okay, cool. So, 
Um, d d so I assume the festival has some sort of mandate. Is uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that, and maybe also talk about um, kind of why you think a festival like this is important to not only like the university but just student film fests in general yeah sure i i think uh the mandate and, and again this isn't like any like official mandate but it's the idea of just uh showcasing student work on like a level of honestly showing it off uh students don't get a uh many like places to have a area to show their work and I think that's important I think that just it, it's so it's actually what you said about the idea of success it's, it's the idea of just knowing if you're good or not and, and I know that's kind of uh and this is where I'm like trying to get really kind of like either real or harsh but like it, but it, it is Both. that like idea of like <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's, it's the idea of just like um you know, having someone see your work and getting a reaction out of it is so important of whether you know um, that, like, this is something you should be doing, but even if maybe you get rejected or you get uh, a hard no, it's uh, it, it motivates you to at least keep going if you have that in you. Still. Yeah. Like, yeah, or to look at, look at why that happened and... To do better. Those. Yeah. Exactly. No, and, and like, you know, it's, everyone's different. Some people might take a no and they say, fuck that. And I'm, I'm the, I, for me, I was like, no, fuck no, I'm gonna jump back in and like prove them wrong. Um, mm -hmm. Same here. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's the, uh, it's, I call it the, uh, it's the ex-girlfriend effect. Uh, it's like when you, or ex-boyfriend as well, but like it's the idea of, like you break up with someone and you're just like, I'm gonna win the breakup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you get rejected from a film festival and you're like, fuck you i will make a better film yeah <laughs> and a better festival <laughs> like, um but like for students you know this is the ideal time to really truthfully know if you're uh like you're on the right path or if people like your work and uh, putting yourself in uh competition is key and the fact that this festival is a com competitive festival is even better because there's not a lot of student film festivals that are like that. A lot of student film festivals are based on the Pats idea on the back. of like, um, yeah, exactly. Or like, you know, like, uh, like, uh, TV soccer where they just like, uh, you know what? We don't keep score. Uh, yeah. we're just going to show the films. And like, there's something to be said when there's an award, there's juries, there's judges, there's prizes, there's payment. Um, uh, I, I think those are important uh, when doing any sort of festival. And at the very least, it's something to put on a resume or on your film. Exactly. You know, it, it's a calling card. And again, like I needed, when I was in this same festival, it helped me uh, like know that I'm like, people like my stuff, people are willing to watch my stuff and they gave me money and plaques for it and awards and trophies. Man, I should keep doing this. You know that that helped me. Otherwise, honestly, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have been doing this though. Mm -hmm. It always is nice to get that recognition because it does count for something. I'm sure one one way or another, we kind of all know how that feels to like have something appreciated that you you're sort of humbled by that, and I think it helps people um, just move forward, having confidence in their stride. Exactly. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so you mentioned um, 
different films getting recognized for like different things and you guys have uh of course like we're all familiar with it but you guys have many categories for awards and and um are are you sort of privy to this or like what do you guys look for in in potential entries or is that sort of not something that no, you I... can really speak on given we you don't really know what's going to get submitted let's no let's chat it out uh, like no for sure i i like um the categories are based on what it's submitted like again too this i did it um so uh uh i got this job last year um the person who ran it the last whatever few years he let it go and um they asked me to step in it was very last minute um so but they pretty much gave me full reign of what I wanted to do. I would have, if I had more time, I would have done more. And I'm kind of in a similar situation this year again, where uh, I don't have, I have a short amount of time to put it together, but I am um, still want to do a little more ambitious things and grow it each year. Um, now, based on the idea of categories, uh, yes, it's based uh, this year because my, like, or last year, I was my first year doing it. I got a, a ton of films, more so than I think they usually get. And I, did a lot of work to make sure that would happen um and we got like i think uh you know 130 or something in the end uh which is pretty good for something that like i opened the doors at like september to really get more submissions in uh i think initially when i took the job they only had 20 um wow uh, wow yeah yeah it was that's intense that's so small yeah no i know it was 20 and like i think it was like 15 from uw and the rest were from uh outsiders Congrats on the um, turnaround, man. I mean, that couldn't have been an easy thing to take on so quickly. And thanks, man. Hey, man, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking hustle, which uh, I love doing. That's, that's part of my favorite thing of working. Um, I, I, th- I think, and I'll just say really quick. I think yeah. it was the method of submission, how the submissions were working previously, that was dissuading people from doing it because hundred percent, you had to like burn a disc, which is like, <laughs> I know. Like something like a lot of people aren't super. A lot of people don't know how to do that anymore, and it's weird. (laughs) Well, no no one has a DVD player. Yeah, sad. Um, Yeah, like I mean, I don't, I don't have a disc drive, so I had to go all the way to my stepdad's place. I had to use his computer when he could have been using it for his work, and burn CDs or DVDs or whatever, um, on uh, for like a couple hours because they were taking a while, and then I had to like fill out a form and then deliver it in person and it's like it's fine to have to do that but it's like do you need to jump through all those hoops in order to just submit a movie when the submission could be online is free well it's <laughs> yeah oh, yeah for one yeah i know right it, it's a free it, it's funny it's just like one of those uh things that is really easy to do but like also uh you know someone setting it just takes someone to like set it up and like i'm not gonna I'm not trying to shit on anyone or anything. It's just like a matter of just like a bunch of things needed to be changed. And I know that was one of the major ones. And uh, no, I, I was I knew that was like going to be a big factor and I wanted it to be the easiest thing. And I, one of the big things too, I was like, I made sure it was like also like, and like I've heard, uh, you know, the other truth is like I've submitted to, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of festivals myself. And I, I've seen it all at this point that, uh, I wanted to keep it as streamlined and basic as possible. So I'm like, hey, man, send me a link, YouTube or Vimeo, nothing more, nothing less, you know? <laughs> and then from there, I'll worry about getting the film. Um, yeah. 
so yeah, no, I think that that for sure was like the major component of having it be uh, more submissions and stuff. And then word of mouth, it was um, it was reaching out to the right people and just making sure like everyone knew about knew. it. Yeah, it, you know, yeah. it's the thing is like if you're gonna throw a party, fucking throw a party. Don't like yep. go half ass. And I think that was the idea of like the people who have been running it, they, they're just a little tired, you know, they, they've been doing it, they, they fall into a routine. So, um, um, yeah, sorry, <laughs> but to go back to your initial question, uh, categories, uh, yeah, because we got so many submissions um, uh, in a short amount of time, I was like, okay, well, there's some films that, like, people like that. I was like, you know what, let's, let's put it in and uh let's uh let's consider it let's let's put it in competition we'll consider it and we'll, for instance this year was a uh, experimental uh, i'm like you know what this film i don't know what genre to call it i'd consider it an experimental i consider this one experimental and this one experimental and as someone who doesn't really like that's not my jam um you know i'm, I'm open to it so like i was happy to have a uh category for it so yeah it's always based on what we get mm-hmm Totally. Um, like, slightly um, biased question. <laughs> um, are you guys going to have sound design award this year? Cause I don't know. I'll be, I'll, be I'll be honest. Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, uh, it's funny, too. You guys should, like, and uh, I'll probably, like, take this episode and, like, maybe uh, ask for it after and, like, use it for some promo stuff later. But, like, uh, this is this is like great for people who are going to submit to this <laughs> later to like know this inside track of things. well that was kind of the uh, hey yeah that was kind of the man i got i'm i'm like two gen in like um i'm like <laughs> we're like so tight with ian bawa now so <laughs> i i legitimately we've been talking for a whole 50 I'm, minutes I'm a, so again, yeah i know that we're not all in the same room doing this um i was so excited uh, to hang out um uh, we'll have to do it another Yeah, time. when you come back think, for the yeah, sequel. No, I'm, yeah, no, I'm totally down. Uh, Episode dos. I, uh, yeah, no, I, the, here's my thing with sound design. And, like, the fact that you said that, I'll definitely consider it. But, like, I find student films, people don't care about sound. And they should. Students it's a shame. Don't care about. They should, 100%. Because it's what makes the movie. Shitty movie. For sure. For sure. My, my, I, and I stand by the fact that, like, uh, and you can watch a movie that has shitty visuals but good audio but not the other way around yeah. that's how youtube became successful yeah so like um and i and i'm not trying to be like there shouldn't be a sound audio because of that because it sucks for those who do work on it but i know it's something that it's it's like the thankless job like people don't notice great sound editing unless you're like a film nerd um, but I find students particularly don't focus as much as that. They focus on the visuals, the after effects, the editing more so than that. I work as a so colorist, and it's it. the same thing. No one notices what I do unless yeah, it looks I put, teal yeah, and orange. Yeah. I, I put that in the same category for sure, unless it's black and white, and they're like, wow, that's different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was, um, it was kind of funny because I, I heard through like the grapevine that there might be a sound design <clears throat> credit, and I was like, well, if my film's gonna win anything, it'll probably be for sound design. And That's then, it's funny because I I I, like, I, I, uh, I remember watching yours and thinking like, um, and it's something maybe it's also like the filmmaker mindset in me being like, oh, forest stuff, footprints, 
footsteps. Like, I heard all those. Um, and you have to remember, too, like, where the judges are watching it can also factor, you know, like, if they're actually That's hearing true. all those audios yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. But uh, but I did yeah. notice, like, the audio in yours, because, like, anything forest areas, hey, man, as soon as I see, for me, when I watch that and I see a forest, I'm looking for those footstep sounds. I'm looking for when that guy grazes a branch and hear, like, you hear the ruffle of his jacket. Um, so, you know, there, it is noticeable, but, like, there wasn't enough there to put someone else in competition. That's the annoying thing. <laughs> no, exactly. And I'm not petty. I'm just, like, oh, no. legitimately Ask, wondering. Because like, yeah, yeah. my my film I'm hoping to submit for this this uh, this year, um, which, I like, I'm excited about um, seeing what, you know, what happens there. It it has uh, I did a lot of work on the sound, so it'd be cool to have that as a category too. No, that's just to cool. See, like hey. what people are doing in the school too, like um, I know within our circle too, like a lot of us, <laughs> we really hammered down on that sound stuff. Yeah, I uh, sure. no, I uh, again open space and uh, like for the fact of like no, there there's like no. Uh, no opinion on being petty or anything so like i totally get it <laughs> like no no i'm glad you even asked um so no the, the fact you even told me i love that so yeah for sure like if, if there's some like especially too if there's like other ones that are clearly noticeable but like mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm totally down and oh, it was wait. the year when i was in uh uw film fest there was one i don't know if there was one after that uh but i i won one i won sound editing uh, oh, that's cool. So, like, but I remember after that, they, like, it was, I don't think they brought it back. So, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Weird. Um, <clears throat> all right. So. Harass me with your questions. I got so many answers. Uh, um, You're yeah. Now, bully which me. one should we jump into now, Let's, Miles? Uh, just try let, to see well, which one you just talked about, you here. briefly touched on uh, being in the festival, and I think that's a good time to jump to what the transition was like for you going from somebody who competed and, and was an entrant in the festival to all of a sudden, how many ever number of years later, now you run the thing. What, what's, what's that like? What's the, what's the, um, change been like for you and sort of seeing the festival evolve from that end? Uh, that was the goal all along. <laughs> I won all the awards. I will run this place one day. Has been completed. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, it's like it's it's kind of it's cool. It feels like it's a cool. It feels cool to like I don't know. It's something that meant so much to me in school, and I love I love the fact that you guys care so much about it. Because I had that much care, um, and like, here's a here's a truth, and he'll he'll fucking deny it if he ever listens to this. But Fabian Velasco, that loser, no joking, <laughs> Fabian <laughs> Velasco, um, uh, the year we were like graduating, his film didn't get nominated except for like best actor, best actress, and he called me, and I'm gonna say he was crying. But he was. <laughs> um, but he was that upset. And like, and I knew, and I would be crying too if I was in the opposite place. Um, except I wasn't because I fucking won. But, um... <laughs> oh, I, I, I was pissed last year. I was pissed last year. No, exactly. And like, as you should be. And like, fuck yeah. That means... 
so much more that like this is like clearly competition this is fucking real truthfully um when i took the job my goal was to make u of w versus u of m versus red river i wanted all three schools to be fucking hating each other that was my goal um i'm not i'm i didn't I don't know. I didn't succeed. I, I don't think I did. Like it wasn't like a thing like that. But the fact that the jury like split the votes, like it was just natural. The fact that the jury ended up uh, picking like a UW winner and a U of M winner and a Red River winner, uh, kind of worked out in some ways that I know afterwards. Like students were kind of like, eh, that was kind of like UW students were like, that's kind of annoying. It's called UW Film Fest, and I'm like, good. I'm glad they're kind of annoyed by yeah. <laughs> that a little bit. Like. You know, they should be mad that U of M's fucking kicking their ass at their own fucking festival and River Red River is like has way more money than either of these schools and they're like, you know, burning them out. Um, I want competition because that's the driving force. Well, and that's the industry. Like that's really That's the industry. We compete for the money. Oh yeah, you're gonna go to any other festival, it's gonna be the same. For sure, yeah. But here's the thing, like It'll, you know, we're all way too nice, especially in this city. Huh. Um, and uh, we are. We, we, you know, we're afraid to say, like, if we hate a film, we're afraid to say if, like, something's good or something bad. Well, we, we always say something's good. But, like, you know, and so competition is the truest form of, like, the idea that, like, ah, I could be better than them. Yeah. <laughs> and and so I, I love that idea. So when I took the job, that was my goal. Um yeah, I'm trying to remember your initial question. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> dance sorry. puppets, dance. Uh, question was... <laughs> sorry, Miles. Let me let me go back to your question. Uh, running the festival is great. Please delete the other audio. No joking. <laughs> um, no, it, it's it's been it's been awesome and surreal and like clearly a power trip I shouldn't have. <laughs> um, Sweet. Do you go ahead? Do yes. you feel like it's changed the way that you uh, approach like? submitting to other festivals now like and just the experience that you have at other festivals now that you have been on the organizing side or not not at all but like i definitely have an appreciation of things like i secretly i've always had like a critical eye of things like and i think that i i would probably say um i'm, I'm both like I, I i know i'm a i'm a good producer uh because i'm very critical and uh you know it's one of the reasons why i'm like employable in the fact that like i'll stay the shit that no one's saying um and i think that's important when running a festival <laughs> especially when you're dealing with submissions and like trying to you know put things together and so i have students. a new appreciation for this true and it's students yeah that's the thing too. you know you know you think uh the thing with a student film festival uh everyone and like you know this isn't a shot at you miles but like everyone is somewhat like and the idea that like I'm deserving to get in, I'm a I'm a student. I'm still figuring it out. Let me give me a chance, you know. Um, and I'm kind of like I, I'm in the mindset of like, nah, fuck it, try again. Yeah, <laughs> and no, I'm, I'm I, like that yeah. mindset, like you know, yeah. Um, I value I so, value that personally. Yeah, like you know, like and, and again too, and I'm I'm honest. Like if someone uh, <laughs> if someone like says like shit to me like why did my movie get in i'll be straight up and i'll be like hey man this is why and it's well um can i can i uh oh i i want to really share you okay i'm gonna do something that's illegal 
to the UW Film Fest. Oh god, oh, god they're gonna, be, gonna kill somebody <laughs> on air. <laughs> you just hear like, mm, mm. Milo, 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 get, get in the get room. It. No, I um, so no, so here's here's a so, um, there is this guy. I won't say his name or anything, obviously, but uh, he submitted three films uh, from the UW film to the UW Film Festival, and uh, all of them were terrible. Terrible. Fucking awful. Uh, one of them had a girl I, uh, been kind of seeing, to be honest. Oh no, I'm drinking! Why am I doing this? No, I'm just, um... <laughs> stop me! Uh, no. Anyways, um... So he sends me kind of like this passive-aggressive, angry uh, Facebook message on the UW site. Uh, to be fair, very well, most people would probably know that I'm the guy running the thing. Um, it's not hard to figure that out, so I'm sure he knows. Um, so he messaged me, and I have it in front of me. He says, hello, I'm curious. I have submitted four, oh, it was four films, four separate films, and not, and not a single one has been scheduled or accepted. I did not receive any communication telling me they have been accepted or denied, and I'm wondering what happened or why my films have been rejected. Thanks name i was about to read <laughs> um and i was in kind of a shitty mood that day um i also was kind of annoyed by that um because i knew what he was asking and i think and here's the three like you know well here's my here's my reply and it was very it was very stern i go his name we have a selection jury who was selected to watch all the submitted films. Unfortunately, none of your films were selected to play at the festival, as that was what the jury decided. Submitting more than uh, submitting more than one film in capital letters does not guarantee a higher chance to make it into the festival. In addition, the films that were selected only uh, would only receive an email telling them they got in. It's a festival's choice on whether to notify those who do not get into a festival. This festival, in capital, does not email or notify those who do not get in due to high amount of submissions. Why your films were not selected, I cannot say. Again, our selection jury decides what submitted films get in and what films are nominated. This is usually a confidential decision. When, you're, when you submit to a festival, not only this festival, but any festival, you run the risk of having your film being rejected without any notes or communication. I say this to you not to be harsh, but for you to understand that this is normal for almost all festivals. Again, sorry that your films did not make it in, but unfortunately, that unfortunately that this is the way the jury made their decision. Um, so I read, I you know, I'm saying that for the fact of like, it's just like it's it's the it's the harsh truth of like I don't know festivals have their own ways of. I have a similar like um, story from IOU Fest. Oh yeah, I wonder if it's the same guy. <laughs> Liter literally, like. Um... <laughs> Wait, sorry, did I interrupt some? No, we're just laughing because Ian nope. said it was it the same guy. Oh, <laughs> could have been the same guy. I don't know. Wait, wait. Uh, send me a message in the Discord and just type out his name, and then I'll tell you. But um. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was it was, it doesn't really matter who it was. I got a couple different messages like this during this time, um, and we're actually working on just reworking the whole festival because, um, and this is another thing we could talk about after is like the size of a jury and what that means. But mm -hmm. um, we were <clears throat> we do send rejection letters for the IOU mm -hmm. festival, so. Um, 
we we sent acceptance ones and we sent rejection ones and we send a rejection or acceptance letter for every submission that was made whether that is uh, multiple submissions per person or uh, just singles um, so one person ended up getting four no three different emails saying that they were rejected but that's just kind of how it works in the email system right and do you do you uh, put their like film name on there and stuff and everything yep okay. it's all personalized yep. and, it, and it actually um, talks a little bit about like some some of the comments too wow. like sometimes that's we'll just good. say yeah. um sometimes we'll just say things like um you know um due to due to um length and inability to fit into the program um this film didn't make it into our program but uh it was very well liked by our jury um we encourage you to submit again um right just stuff like that if there's any if there's any actual like reasons that aren't you know, this film sucks. Um, we'll include it. Um, but there was one person that was uh, like a little bit upset that n none of their films got in. Um, I think it was like three or four or something like that. And uh, I just kind of talked about how like, it's not that we're saying the films are bad. It's that sometimes you need to also think about how the films are going to flow throughout a screening. Um <laughs> And if you already have other demonstrations of similar content, like you can't just, you know, have a whole bunch of movies that are exactly yeah. the same um, playing one after the other, especially right. at a variety festival like IOU. It's not like, I mean, it's kind of like the U of W Film Fest um, in the sense that there's experimental, there's docs, there's uh, narrative, there's music videos. Like we have all that as well, right? So it's kind of like, it's hard to uh, include all the things that you want to include, especially if you only have one night to screen and everything in our case too. So programming is like my, I think my favorite part and it's the idea. And it's kind of based on the submission process. It's what you said. It's the idea of like putting together a puzzle and making a perfect, like it's, it's putting, it's almost like putting together a film. It's, it's like editing. You're, you're putting together like the right selection of film. It's like, you know what it is? It's making a fucking milk mixtape. Yep. It's like, uh, yeah. It's it's great. It's so much fun. But yeah, you're right. It's the idea like, um, yeah, you know, this film was good. It just didn't really fit, and we kind of had one that was better that was like kind of same the same. So sorry, you know. Yeah, totally. So yeah, there's just lots of things that. Yeah, but, um, Ian, how large is the jury for you and a pig film fest, or how large was it last year? Uh, last year, I you know, and I might change it this year because I'm just kind of like, there's people and, and there's people I'm like, I trust you, uh, <laughs> type of situations I'm feeling this <laughs> yeah. this year that I'm kind of like, you know what, I want to kind of bring you on. So, I, uh, last year it was uh three on both ends. So there's a three person selection and three person awards. Um, I there I'm there as well. Uh. My uh, communications person is there. Was there during the selection, not the awards, but um, uh, and yeah. So I'm there more so as like kind of to guide it. If like I don't know, I'm like I, I, I you know, I, I mediating is kind of the best to make sure things are going. But like um, I also give them, and this is something that you guys probably don't know. I give them all the right to um, uh, like to just vote no. Like if like all three, they get a. It's like. I give uh, um, America's Got Talent 
kind of buttons um they all put up their hands and they're just like fuck this this is out uh they they do have that right uh because i i know that feeling <laughs> so they um yeah they uh especially when like a person submits fucking four of the same films uh you know and they're all bad and you watch the yeah. first two and you're like i've seen this you know already I'll, I'll give well like you know they and to, for their credit they were all very nice and they were all uh willing to put it up with more than i even i would have so they, they were all very good about not using that button but uh i gave them all that that courtesy of all three votes uh that movie was out so um but they uh no um no, and I what I did for the selection jury was like uh, someone from U of M, someone from UW, someone alumni from U of M, alumni UW, alumni from Red River, and then awards jury was a uh, industry professional. So you know it's a uh, it's it's pick and choosing, but it's also people I very much respect and work with, and and kind of do that. Uh, this year I might change it up a little bit. I'm I'm kind of deciding as I go, and it's fun because I very much have the freedom to do whatever, and they kind of give me a. A lump sum of money and they say uh make it happen so um mm-hmm. yeah i have a couple of different things i may i may change up this year which either you guys might hate me for later but uh in retrospect i, I will do it for a reason that hopefully you guys trust me on. i'll send you a sternly worded <laughs> letter yeah yeah this finally yeah. worded uh facebook note that i'll yeah, get exactly to who it may so concern of, like re- <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so speaking of like in retrospective um people hating you. Um <laughs> All right. Oh, let me here, let right. me let me just give you let me just text you like my extra hypothetically yeah. hypothetically hating like not not actually like Oh no, but, no. You know, if you do if you do make changes and then, you know, are there any like surprises in retrospective that you had um from starting out doing the festival? last year to uh, finishing it last year um and anything that you feel like you kind of learned that you're gonna project into or this not year project or, into this year or well, or not yeah <laughs> um so uh for the programming side of things and submissions um yeah yes and no like my thing is like again it's what i said earlier if you're gonna it, my thing is if you're gonna do something and especially if I'm going to do it a second time, you got to either make it beg- better or bigger. And so um, I already know like certain things I want to change. They're not that big. Uh, they're just kind of minor things I kind of noticed. Um, one of my big problems is the venue. Uh, unfortunately, I'm getting a little pushback. I could just do it. They wouldn't really fight me on it. Um, the, the university really, really wants me to just do it there. Uh, I may just do the last night somewhere else. I haven't decided yet fully. But uh, they, they really just want to showcase that venue one more time. So here's my here's my thing that I want to... And to answer your question, for the most part, like I, I didn't really have any real... like. Oh, God. ...complaints or anything last year or yeah. anything. What were you going to say? What? No, I was just going to say any, oh, God, what have I done moments. Oh, yeah, yeah. I never had any of those, like like negative things that's good yeah i was i was pretty happy yeah yeah it's pretty good i think my uh my big uh changeover uh that idol well here's my thing i want uh you you guys know art city vaguely Mm -hmm. i want you 
okay. So the Art City slowly their their fundraising party has become bigger and bigger every year. This year it was huge. The Art City party was sold out. There was like a line to get in. They did a great job. Um, it was the coolest hipster party, whatever. But it was packed and was sold out, and they had a huge venue. And uh, and I have zero interest in making money from a film festival, and I, I don't care about it. it's a university funded film festival. There's no idea of making money for me. Yeah. Any money that is made, and there isn't money made. Uh, uh, it's a burn for the university. But um, uh, if there was money to be made, like I'd probably burn it somewhere else for the students. Uh, because my goal, I know no matter what, I'm 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 a fairly decent producer in the fact that I can always make the budget zero in the end. I won't go in the negative. Uh, I can make a plus, but I'd rather go just break even. Um, so uh, my goal last year was to throw a big party to get the university shut down. I wanted to go over capacity. I didn't push it hard last year because I didn't tell everyone about the free alcohol. And I didn't want to do that because I didn't want that to be a selling point. I want people to come for the movie. I, but I also wanted to see what this first year would be like if I didn't push free alcohol. Um, because uh, I don't want that to be a driving force, especially with students. I don't want that. Yeah. To be like, I don't want to be a reason why people come to a party. Uh, I want them to come because they want to come because it's cool. Uh, and I want them to see movies and I want them to be interactive in this crowd. Art City does the right thing. No one actually is there for the art, but it's a cool scene. And because it's part of art, people dress up for it, whatever. Um, so this year, I wanted to do that, but I want a little more. Uh, I don't know. I, I still have a plan for this year. I don't want to divulge too much. Yeah, food. for I, sure. I'm kind of still figuring it out. But but for the most part, I, I my goal is to I want to overcapacity it. I want the buildings to shut down. I want to be able to close because that gives me an excuse for next year to move the venue. I need the party to blow up in order to like uh, prove to them one I did a good job and two that uh, this. Uh, Festival is this bigger venue, than they this thought. Festival is bigger, and it yeah, it's bigger, and more money can be put into it, and it's become a bigger thing within the city. So, I want it. Yeah. So because of that, I needed to be the next step. I um, and that was the problem with the people that ran it before is just the idea of like they were uh, they were keeping it in house. Yeah, they were leveling it off. I, I um, you want to push to that next level. Exactly. But the problem is it's also run by university. So, you know, maybe I push it to the next level and then it hits a ceiling and then I just take it on my own and make my own festival and do something else. Who knows? There you go. Maybe I work with you guys. Hey. Hey. <laughs> you know I'm always down yep. to run a festival. <laughs> <laughs> the stress of it all. <laughs> I'd love to. Hey man, I'm down. Like it's not a nobody, nobody gets in. It's only <laughs> exactly. uh, I'm not gonna lie. There has been okay. one of the people who have done that, and I'm not gonna name names, but there has been that. So, yeah. uh -oh. <laughs> that's that's best editor. Best editor. Yeah, it's been a thing. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's <laughs> self and self indulgence in the city is uh, on the high. No, so. not this city. <laughs> is that sarcasm? I can't even tell. Little, little bit of both. <laughs> well, guys, um, I think we should wrap up this episode of Around the Craft Table. Where can they find you on social media, Ian? 
if uh, they want to go stalk I you. Am, <laughs> I am Ian Bawa, I-A-N-D-A-W-A, everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Sweet. Uh, and thank nice. you guys so much for letting me uh, shoot my shit and rant forever. Thanks for coming here to no, shoot the shit and rant. Thanks so much for... <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Vimeo, Twitter, Facebook at Miranda Moroz. You can find me, uh, Jamal underscore P, pretty much everywhere. And then Vimeo is. You can find uh, me at uh, Dr. Finkelstein on Twitter, uh, the Collective Film Productions on Vimeo and YouTube, as well as Angry Chair Pictures on YouTube. And you can find us at ATCT Show on social media. That is Around the Craft Table podcast. And you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and uh, third party podcast apps of your choosing. All right. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Miranda from the Around the Craft Table team. And you've just heard Season 2, Episode 4 Making Movies and Making Money with Ian Bawa. Our introduction music is done by DJ Quads, and our break music and outro music this week was done by Otis McDonald. This week's episode was executive produced and edited by Miles A. Taylor. It was executive produced by myself, Miranda Moroz. It featured Miles, myself, and Jermel Pasquale on the panel and special guest Ian Bawa. We hope you enjoyed the episode this week and hope you stick around for next week where we're sitting down with the local filmmakers of Hench Life Productions to discuss their film journey in a free-form discussion facilitated by Miles. We're pretty excited for you all to hear these conversations we had and hope to spark some new conversations about filmmaking within your own circle of friends, collaborators, or just in the comments section. We have a special announcement for you all as we're now accepting film suggestions for indie films to feature in our Shot for Shot segment, where we do an in-depth analysis of short films, Send us a comment if you have a favorite short film you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and most third-party podcast apps as well. Connect with us on social media at ATCT Show, or just send us an email at crafttablepodcast at gmail.com if you have any important questions or requests. We'd love to hear from you. Bye-bye.